Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to another episode of Geekly Revealed. It's that show that brings you geeky news on a weekly basis. That's geeky, that's weekly, that's geekly. And remember, you only need a pea-sized amount of toothpaste on your toothbrush. Don't waste it. As always, it's me, your host, Dom, aka Brother Dom, all over the internet. And once again, I am joined by my, I don't know what's a good adjective, cool, my cool co-host. Would you like to tell the people who you are? Hey there, everyone. It's Stephanie, aka Captain Steph on Twitter, the Snow Queer on Tumblr, Hello Steph on Instagram, and you know you really should uh, brush your teeth after every meal, not just uh, at, the be- at the beginning of the day and the end of the day. And uh, hey, I'm Eric, and when I brush my teeth, I never let the water run. <laughs> <laughs> that is wasteful. That's it's pretty wasteful to. Yeah, don't waste water. That's such like a nice, cool thing. Like that sounds so cool. When I brush my teeth, I never let the water run. It's your boy. <laughs> Sonic says. <laughs> <laughs> Letting the water run is no good. <laughs> True. How are, how, how are you two doing this uh, this lovely weekend? I'm on vacation. Nice. Eric's on so. vacation. I've got a cool, fresh new haircut. Cool, cool. These things are related. Don't yeah. ask us how. <laughs> how about you, Dom? How are you doing? Oh, it's been a good weekend. We had a stay-at-home coming this year. This was my university's homecoming this past weekend. Obviously, That's we didn't cute. all get together for that. So there were some different panels and other alumni events for uh, the engineering school at our school. But we also had like the networking sort of fun event. We had a paint and sip on Friday. And then we did like a little after party. It was like all through Zoom and stuff like that. Sounds more responsible than what my university has been doing, so (laughs) well done to yours. I don't know what all they're doing down there, but I know what what the engineering school, like I said, the the diversity engineering, I don't know what the overall school did, but I know like the black and people of color group, we did not get together physically, (laughs) and you know, we painted a picture of of our mascot with a nice guide, Uh, she did a really good job of leading us through that, and that was pretty cool, so it's a fun time. Drinking with friends. What was your mascot? It was a panther. Mm-hmm. I went to uh, okay. the University of Pittsburgh. See, that's a real thing. You know, like, it, it's hard to say that, like, <laughs> like mine you is, like, like, a nut. <laughs> okay, well, mine's a piece of fabric, so. Fair. <laughs> you know, Get at me. <laughs> when you nut in Ohio, it push you backwards. It's um, true. <laughs> but no, it's, uh, yeah, it was a fun little thing, and then, um... Just in personal life, I've been watching more movies with my partner. Uh, so many movies I haven't seen before. I saw Sweeney Todd for the first time. Didn't realize. Oh, how did you a, like that? It was pretty cool. Didn't realize it was a musical, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, more uh, more Tim Burton, pale people, striped shirts. Like, yeah. Helen Bonham Carter is in it. <laughs> yep. It, I mean, it, it, it is the season, and we also watched Scream Four, which was a vast improvement over Scream Three. Honestly, Scream Three was pretty bad. So, you know, and they're making a new uh, Scream 5. They're currently filming for it. We've seen a picture on set from Courtney Cox. So that's kind of cool. Can't can't wait to see what direction to go with this movie because they always want to be like self-aware and do weird stuff. So now is that going to come out before Halloween? (laughs) Because Halloween is this week. Well, they're filming it now. So chances are it'll probably not come out this year. (laughs) Fair. I I mean, if it comes out this year, that's wild. Um, But I think the first one came out around Christmas, so like, well, the year it came out, not this Christmas, but um, yeah, <laughs> the, the first, first one came out in the future. <laughs> it, it was wild. It's a whole meta thing. No, uh, the first Scream came out around Christmas time, and they thought it was going to be a flop, but it was not. So, looking forward to that. 
Yeah, I, instead of just chit-chatting about our personal lives and before we dive into the weather or something like that, it's been very nice. I don't want to go on that tangent. So Let's nice talk out. about some uh, pop culture topics, right? That sounds yeah. fun. That's what we're here for. That's kind of the whole whole, the whole shtick. Yep. Yeah. Three big topics and a bunch of little ones. But yeah, before we get started, I want to plug our partner sponsor again, Grinding Coffee Company, coffee for streamers and uh, creative people. Uh, they're working with us to... Just, uh, get coffee to people and it's good it's a black lgbt plus uh owned coffee company they have high quality products they care about their partners it's it's good you know you care about black people queer people us coffee any of those things you can go support them follow the link in the description or the about section use our referral link (laughs) character reveal for 13 percent off and it'll help us too you know it's it's great it's good stuff good stuff Help sponsor us, drink some coffee. I always look forward to drinking over coffee. So. <laughs> yeah, I very rarely have had coffee and been like, hmm, that sucked. Like, I, don't think if it's, I don't know if it's happened, but you should support their coffee. There's fun flavors, too. Yeah, I'm excited. I ordered some of the Mexican chocolate flavor. Well, sounds excited nice. excited to taste that. Spicy. Ooh. Did I tell you all I made hot sauce this week? <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell, yes. Yeah, it's not pop so culture cool. related, but I'm just kind of amped about it. I'm pretty sure it's it, look uh, that that the King of Kong guy makes hot sauce, so therefore pop culture related. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> no, I uh, I've been wanting to make it, you know, because I like the idea of cooking, but I'm not good at it because um, I'm bad at like looking at food and telling when it's done, and I want to keep sticking it with a thermometer to figure it out. So like I could cook to survive, but not for flavor kind of thing. But I figured, hey, you know, hot sauce is kind of chemistry-ish. So uh, there's a farmer's market across the street from where I live so I went there or my partner went there and got some jalapenos for me we got some banana peppers a couple weeks ago had some apples from when we went apple picking threw it all together looked up some recipes online tweaked them a little bit and made like a nice uh, peppery hot sauce that somehow was not hot on the tongue like when you taste it but like had a lot of heat like once you swallowed it don't know how I did that but it was kind of <laughs> cool like man I'm getting sweaty but my tongue doesn't hurt so that doesn't seem right for hot sauce <laughs> uh, but it was pretty good it tasted flavorful you child childish chuckles on my end there hey, that's all right you know that the next one's gonna have even more tongue power behind it <laughs> mm. i'm gonna mm, use pineapples in the, yeah i'm gonna use pineapples in the next one so maybe get like a tropical kind of heat so it was fun it was Fancy. fun yeah but yeah let's get on to the the, the nerdy stuff who's who's going first is it me is it y'all what's up what's what's the jam here don't go Okay, cool. So I want to talk about a fun topic that seems like it was weeks ago, but it was not. It was like a week ago. I was excited because uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, uh, streamed this week. She did some Among Us on Twitch. And it was kind of like a, hey, I want to stream on Twitch. Does anybody know about it? And some of the big streamers, like really Twitch-heavy people, were like, hey, yeah, uh, get at me and we could, we could talk about it. And it wasn't like, uh, well, I guess Dr. Disrespect's not there. Ninja doesn't really Thank stream God. as much on twitch that i can see yeah so i guess the big streamers aren't super toxic necessarily you know maybe, maybe like <laughs> real, go ahead real quick sidebar uh apparently dr disrespect is rumored to have an appearance in cyberpunk 2077 yeah that's so weird, right? mm. yeah like maybe like don't support that i mean like, but what about but where, what other game am i going to be able to customize my pubic hair in I mean, Doctor Disrespect is a very big proponent of having filming in bathrooms where you would see your custom pubic hair. <laughs> so, true. like, actually makes sense that he's there. Um, I think it's kind of a ploy with the cyberpunk people because they know they 
they've done things where people are like, hey, I'm not sure if the way you're representing trans people is good. And, like, the crunch is really bad. So, like, if you have any inkling of social justice, you're probably not going to support this game right away or, or, like, enthusiastically. Yeah. So, like, hey, well, Dr. Disrespect, hey, all you problematic people, we got your boy here. But also, I guess he has a map in next game, Rogue Company, which, on the one hand, like, why collaborate with him? On the other hand, it's like, I guess it matches his aesthetic, and maybe he's real big in that circle. I don't know. It's a mess. It's a big mess. But uh, I was like, people like Pokimane and uh, Hassan Piker were some of the streamers, and I guess Jacksepticeye streams a decent bit. Dr. Lupo, yeah. those guys. Um, I didn't know Jacksepticeye streamed, I just knew he did YouTube videos, but he's a funny guy. Yeah, and, fucking uh, H Bomber guy was there too. Yeah, he showed up and like they they switched a few people out. Um, it was like an interesting group of streamers, but she was doing it to get the word out for like uh, like voter yeah, vote, awareness. Kind of. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Ilhan Omar was there, and it was very nice because AOC is a very like sweet, charming person, you know, and not the a very great lie. lie. <laughs> yeah, I was watching. I'm yeah. like, these lies are awful. Like, I think. And I was like, yeah, I think a lot of people are giving them, giving her the benefit of the doubt. Like, yeah, we don't want to roast them, but like, also, it's her first time playing that game, so we don't want to like make it a, a bad experience. But also, like, also, it it goes against everything we know because like, politician, not a good liar, weird. That's what I mean. Like, there's <laughs> like, hey, you're supposed to lie here. Please do. She's like, uh, yeah, I found this guy uh, in electrical, and I'm like, you sound like you're lying. You're telling the truth. I watched you. You're there. <laughs> <laughs> But it was, it's good. It's good to know that, like, people you want to trust aren't, you know, liars. And, I'll, and this isn't about, like, saying, like, Yas Queen put her on a pedestal. She can do no wrong. Like, obviously, she's a human being and a politician, so we want to hold her to, um, like, pretty good standards and stuff. But it's nice to see that when someone like AOC wants to be, like, uh, relatable to her base, it's like, let me play Among Us on Twitch. Uh, but when the right does, it's like, hey, I want to be relatable to my base. Let's harm brown people. Like, yeah. <laughs> Let's, let's use slurs. Be, like, like, let's say racist shit. Like, yeah, no. So it was a nice change of pace. And she had, like, I think 400,000 viewers. She at, like, like a peak. like a record, didn't she? Uh, like, third highest, like, initial stream or something. I yeah. th- think, like, Ninja and Dr. Lupo coming back to Twitch um, had big streams. Which, to be fair, like, th- th- that's fair, you know? Like, yeah, I'm not gonna... <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not gonna say that that's a bad thing, um... But especially for, like, and, and a lot of people were, like, when you have, like, a lot of big streamers streaming with you, I know, for example, I opened up a couple concurrent streams, like, Hassan's stream and her stream to see what's going on, and just kind of leave it on in the background to support, but it was pretty cool. And I think yeah, that's... It's, it's pretty crazy to see, like, that kind of uh, engagement from a politician on Twitch. Like, that's Yeah, that's the first nuts. time she's ever been on Twitch. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was funny. There were, like, 90,000 subscribers, like earlier like when she said when she first made her account there were like 90,000 people just hanging out in chat like there's no stream going on this page isn't formatted like she just opened it up and put a like a profile picture on it and people were like whoo the mods are gonna be busy on this one like this is gonna be bad uh but for the most part I think it was m- like most of the messages that you saw were like either supportive or like no no like you gotta go like don't stay in electrical like because people love Among Us so much, like, I might not agree with that AOC, but I'm not here to watch an imposter not use the vents. Uh, <laughs> so stuff like that. And um, apparently somebody in Dr. Lupo's chat was like, Ugh, I can't believe you're streaming with this woman. She's going to, like, make life way harder for people in your tax bracket. Unsubscribe. And he was like, yo, I, I, like, he got, he flipped out on this dude. He's like, 
you don't know anything about my life. Like, and basically you're telling me not to stream with friends and people I like, and that's terrible. You know, oh, I thought we were supposed to have open minds. He's like, fuck that. Fuck you. I'm banning. I'm never unbanning you. Fuck you. And I'm like, holy nice. shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, apparently on several occasions, Dr. Lubo has been, like, a pretty good dude about stuff like, we're not here to harass people. Like, if you're the kind of person who harasses people, I don't want you. Like, when he did his Black Lives Matter thing, people got upset. And he's like, you're a piece of garbage. I don't want you in my community and stuff like that. Like, just so matter-of-factly, too. Like, not even, like... It's not even like he was dunking on somebody. He's just like, this is a matter-of-fact, blah, blah, blah. You're trash. Get out of my chat. You're blocked forever. Like, wow. And just went back to play. And I'm like, that's that's the shit, man. That's how you be an ally. Yeah, that's know? that's the way you do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it was pretty cool. And there were different highlights and stuff like that. Ilhan Omar's pretty good at the game. Um, there was a... One of the clips that was going around was at the end of a game. And I think... Uh, Ilhan was the imposter, but it's between Ilhan, AOC, and Hassan was there, and he always talks about, like, he was like a big Bernie dude, and he's like, big fan of them, he's like, oh no, this is the worst situation ever, <laughs> like, I'm just I don't, between my two favorites. <laughs> he's like, I don't want to pick, and then like, he's like, I, I guess I vote for Ilhan, and he's just like, I hope I didn't throw, because <laughs> they were both very, like, pretty convincing as far as, like, you know. And then you look at AOC stream, she's like, I think it's Ilhan, like, the way she said this. Like, obviously, as when you're not the imposter, you don't know. But just that, like, oh, I don't want to throw it, because if I'm wrong, then she wins, you know. So it's it's just kind of cute to see people, like, geeking out and stuff like that and having a big, successful stream and getting the word out and stuff like that. Yeah, it was nice, too. Yeah. Like, there was, it was funny, like, uh... I think H Bomber guy killed AOC at one point, and he was like, "Oh God, I just started an international. I, I definitely just caused an international <laughs> incident." Like, it's very, she's like, "After all we've been through," she goes, <gasps> like she's genuinely shocked every time she got killed. It's like yeah. Gasp. I mean, that's how that game feels, though. You're in the middle of doing a task, and then suddenly you're not, and you're a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> It's a fun game. I'm glad we played that one time. We gotta play again for anybody who's up for it. Heck yeah. But yeah, that was the uh, mostly the big topic that I saw this week. Just people getting involved in that kind of thing, you know. People yeah. are people, and it's good to see that... I, I mean, you have time to play games. It's like 8 o'clock at night. You're probably done with your job, even if you have a very busy job. So it's good to see people reaching out and getting the word out to vote. And Yeah, please remember to vote. Please vote. Please remember to vote, and please remember to vote for Joe Biden. Yeah. Yep. Specifically for you. <sighs> yeah, I know um, some more news with Cody Johnston and uh, ContraPoints. Yeah, and ContraPoints both put out videos of like, okay, I know you don't want to, but like, here's why you should vote for Biden. And Cody was like, here's why you should uh, vote for, uh, like, just grunting through it. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, we're, it's tough, but it's kind of interesting to see how many people are scared of people voting because it's like, I didn't tell you who to vote for. Like, I. I have my preference of who you should vote for, and I have a suggestion, but honestly, the, I think the democratic process works if everybody votes, whether they vote with me or against me, right? That said, I fully believe that if everybody votes, democratic. good stuff will happen. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, and people are like, oh man, they're being political, they're telling people to vote. Like, that's kind of on you if you think that's endorsing a candidate, like that kind of shows that's telling your on yourself yeah, that, i was gonna say that that more speaks to your own opinions there yeah i think it was like some random video game company just said hey you guys should go out and vote like they didn't say for anybody um and i know a lot of video game outlets are kind of right wing or video game companies and they just don't say anything about it because they're like we're good business people so it's not in vogue to be right wing because it's hurtful so we'll just keep that under our hat but people are like that's political it's like 
okay, I mean, technically, but, like, calm down. <laughs> it's political to tell people to be participate in the, participate political, in the process. political process. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We live in a very strange country. (laughs) Yeah. We do live in a society, as I often say. Yeah, but it's a it's a fun stream. So you know, games are uh, games are definitely a thing. Oh, and it's not the story. It's not part of the story, but it's just interesting to talk about Among Us. The new Jackbox came out. Jackbox Seven. There's some fun games Mm -hmm. in there. I recommend you play it. I played it with some friends the other day. And if you've ever played the T-shirt game in one of the Jackboxes, there's a game that kind of has a similar vibe to it. But in my opinion, is much better, or at least just fresh. I'm just surprised they keep making new games that are fun to play. Yeah, I watched a uh, stream of that. It, it seems pretty interesting. Yeah, the uh, I forget what it's called, uh, Champed Up or something. You like draw a little champion. Yeah. And then obviously there's a new Quiplash because that's kind of their thing. So please keep making Quiplash. But it's a fun game. <laughs> so, <laughs> who's next? Who else got a story? Story for the for the fam. I've, you know, like I've got a slight, s- small smidgen of a story. Go for um, it. So Smidget. this week, um, oh god, I've already done forgotten his name. Um, Ding one dunk. of the cr- Henderson, Ale- Alex, Alex, Hutchison, yeah, Hutchinson, Henderson, Hutchinson, Hutchinson, um, of a <laughs> what was formerly a independent game studio that was acquired by Google and rolled into Stadia, Google, or. Google Stadia and Entertainment, I think, is what it is, or Games and Entertainment Stadia, like, whatever they call their, like, uh, publishing house or development house. Um, got out there on Twitter, and he was the the guy that everybody beat up on for a day. You know, he was the one person who got Twitter famous, and you always want to not be that person. You never want to be the main character on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, he was Video Games Twitter's main character for a day on, I, I want to say Thursday, uh, Thursday or Friday. Yeah, this seems like, like kind the, of both. The 22nd is when this kind of popped off. Yeah. He basically went out there and said that anytime somebody streams a game, it's stealing profit from the developers. Um, more specifically, the <laughs> dot, company that dot, develops dot. the game. Yes. Um, wild opinion that in Big 2020... Yeah. Wild opinion to have in 2020 that you know, um, IP laws should be more strict. <laughs> um, <laughs> so basically, his argument is that, you know, when you stream a game, you are stealing profit from a developer, just like if you are streaming a game and has music and music ha- is copyrighted and like it's allowed to be copyright claimed. He thinks that games should be the same way and you should have to buy a license in order to stream them. Um, absolutely wild opinion popped off on twitter because it's a bad one um because you you purchase that license when you purchase the game Um, the license is built into your 60 dollars and well on top of that i do understand that part of his argument is that that license specifically is not to stream like in a lot of eulas it does say that however a lot of eulas are completely unenforceable by by law um they don't apply in every country they you know like they're generally considered predatory because it's just this big block of text that you have like general Mm. consumers just handed and like no one they cannot 
Yeah, they cannot be expected to read or comprehend it. Yeah, like the Activision um, ones are like particularly like long. Um, I know every time like we boot up like Crash Team Racing or like the Crash Trilogy, it's like pages and pages. And you're like, this is ridiculous to the point that yeah. I want to say the guy behind Game Maker's Toolkit was like, if this video hits 50,000 likes, I'll read the end user agreement on Crash for like for a stream. And yeah. it, it's like it, <laughs> it's long enough that that's like a silly thing to do, like more so than yeah. like iTunes or something and the um you know basically part of it also is that uh there have been studies that have kind of said like streaming games is like a net positive for the game industry as a whole um yeah and otherwise you wouldn't see things like publishers giving copies of these games for free to streamers in the with the idea that they will stream them and it'll drum up sales for them right um and, and, you know, like, that's kind of the general idea behind it being a net positive of, like, you know, this is creating additional sales, it's creating additional engagement, it's free advertisement, basically. It's free real estate. Yeah. But yeah. Alex Hutchinson thinks, no, <laughs> you should pay, you know, the, the developers or the publishers or whatever, like, parent company an additional license in order to stream it, which... <laughs> You know, a lot of the responses that were very good, uh, somebody being like, oh, like, I'd be happy to do that if you can guarantee me that every time I pay that license, it's going to go directly to the developers and not to some CEO. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going to say, know, like, like, the developers is, like, a very coded phrase here, because it's not like anyone actually sees, like, the developers make a salary regardless of yes. what the game does. Well, he says like, are... in his second t tweet directly, I'm looking at him, the real truth is the streamer should be paying the developers and publishers of the games they stream. It's like, I don't care about the publisher, like, yeah. outside of giving <laughs> developers a chance to make their game. But, like, they're essentially doing nothing but providing some capital, I guess. Yeah. Um, but either way, I got involved in this tweet series. <laughs> Because Alex Navarro of Giant Bomb made a response because he makes his living streaming games. You know, like, that's what Giant Bomb does nowadays because it's very hard to be a journalist, like a games journalism website. Yeah. Especially during COVID, of all things. So um, he basically responded saying, like, uh, you know, how's Stadia doing for you? <laughs> and... Uh, Hutchinson that's, that's responded spicy. with that's that's spicy i'll give him that yeah it's a little bit spicy you know like probably didn't like need to go that hard at him but Hutchinson responded with better than giant bomb from what i can tell referencing the fact that giant bomb and like all of cbs interactive was recently sold to a um venture capital company um which kind of seems um, like he doesn't understand about how things work because like yeah they're not yeah. like making the money they want but like people are like oh no giant bomb might be going away but like when google studio went away people were like yeah of course like, like yeah, yeah <laughs> well and no on top of that uh, one of the better responses it was was not my response my response was basically telling him like hey you might want to run that tweet by pr and marketing before you go and try and dunk on a review outlet like good job <laughs> like but um one of the better responses was, well, at least somebody bought Giant Bomb. <laughs> Nobody bought Stadia. I mean, that's all you gotta say. You know, like... um, another really good response was, um, you know, at least the Giant Bomb app works on Chromecast. <laughs> 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 like, you know, just all of these things, like, just absolutely, like, as you said, he was the main character on Twitter for a little while, and... Um, it got so bad that Google actually had to put out a statement the next day distancing themselves from his statement. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> which doesn't speak well for your career at a place if your employer has to come out and say like hey we don't agree with the thing this dude said yeah <laughs> for like, real google owns youtube and won't always even take direct stances against racism when people are getting bullied but they'll say like eh, we don't agree with everything this dude says like it's kind of not a good sign chief <laughs> yeah um probably like you know maybe get in for a couple days at least he did not tweet so i was um i was Next like well level, this ain't it chief <laughs> yeah um so that's a that's the bad take of the week is uh that we should be paying uh publishers and developers additional monies in order to stream their games um i understand it from like the economic standpoint of like you know you feel like you are losing out on your product like especially on a narrative game or something like that like you can't just straight up stream a movie right you know so i yeah this is this is kind of a meaty thing i'd like to talk about you know i think this all came about because of all the people getting dmcas for using music on twitch and Mm -hmm. while i don't necessarily agree with that being enforced i get the concept of it like if i made a song that i wanted people to buy um or like like if i made like music movie soundtracks i'm like please go to my soundcloud and buy this if you want to license it and people were just streaming it i'm like oh i'm not really seeing the kind of profit that it would normally cost for this to be used in a movie i get that but at the same time it's like eh this is transformative enough most people are streaming music anyway i'm not going to go watch someone play overwatch over top like the one piece theme as a substitute for listening to the one piece theme you know what i mean (laughs) the reason i didn't buy the lion king soundtrack isn't because a streamer was using it you know what i mean like that's kind of not the same point um Mm. and many people would argue that it's either fair use or like not really that big of a deal and I, i i tend to agree with that unless you're using music that's trying to be licensed currently um unless you're like legitimately like just trying to like your entire stream is hey come listen to this specific music that you would otherwise have to buy yeah yeah Um, and even then you could make the claim of like this is an this is a different experience like oh i might go get this song because i want to hear it again versus like oh someone was playing it in a stream like and talking over or just like say hey listen to this song and like have the audience react to it like in chat i still think that is that's definitely stretching it, and I don't think I would hold up any kind of court, but morally, I think it's something that's different. Now, as far as games, though, I, I think we know for a fact that it's a good thing for developers. Like, where was Among Us, like, a year ago? It was yeah. out, but nobody cared for whatever reason. But then streaming made it popular. And then the argument starts to be like, well, what about narrative games, though? And I'm like, I think there's a point to that, to a degree. But, like, just looking at the success of people streaming Undertale is kind of mm. proof of that because like there's gameplay in undertale but like no one's calling it like the game of the year because of its stellar gameplay like it was fun but like if i could skip through some of the gameplay of undertale i'd probably still play it again if i could skip the fights i'm not gonna lie to you you know um other than like sans fight is kind of climactic because of like just how crazy it is compared to the other stuff in the game how wild it is compared to other stuff in the game um but like the fight against um i don't know like undying like the regular fight or uh, against king asgore is like this is fine i guess but people are like oh i've already bought this game played this game several times made fan con- content of it and i'm going to go watch somebody else stream it so i could see the look on their face when they play it like that's proof that streaming it is not taking the value out of certain yeah. products just inherently is my yeah. hot take it's one of those things where, like, as I said, I do understand why somebody might be tempted to say, like, you know, this 
like this is a very narrative game therefore i think you shouldn't be able to stream it like atlas does that with the persona games every time they come out they try to block um you know streaming streaming of parts of it or like narrative points of it or whatever and you know like they can fucking try (laughs) (laughs) maybe i can't stream it from my playstation but like here's a capture card like like I've yeah. seen streams of or like YouTube videos of it saying streaming is blocked here. It's like yeah, I guess so. Like <laughs> working real yeah. good there, Sony. Um, I get I, I get it from like an artistic standpoint or like a oh like I've seen people say on like CinemaSins videos like oh I watched this instead of watching the movie, which is a shitty way to watch movies, by the way. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> especially there's better series to if you wanted to use as a replacement, but you still shouldn't. But like as a game, like. I, there's an experience to it and i think it's different enough that if you watch somebody play a game and you can afford to support that artist you still should now if yeah. you if you can't afford it at all that's not even a lost sale you know yeah just so. like you know there's all the studies saying like piracy isn't actually an issue like you know people who do pirate games are like statistically more likely to then buy that game later you know it, mm-hmm. it's it, there's a whole lot of argument about all of that in general um and it it's just it's it's one of those things like a wild take to have in the current day where like streaming is considered such like an essential part of like the marketing of the video, a game yeah, in general. like the video game ecosystem you know um this is also coming from the guy who had such hot takes as it was too hard to animate women in assassin's creed that was That's him why there aren't any yes that was the same oh, guy no! let's go baby. Um, <laughs> let's go what a piece of My shit dude yeah, to and be, like that's why be, there were no playable women in Assassin's Creed Three. It's because they were too hard to animate. To be um, fair, we saw what happened when they tried to animate women in that one game, and they had no faces. So, like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Unity. <laughs> that, oh my gosh! No, but, that, yeah, I'm, I'm joking. Um, like, that's a that's a funny thing to say, but no, it's not too hard to animate women if they are in your plan of design. Yeah, he also had some other really bad take about. Um, oh, it was uh, that video games. <laughs> Uh, the video game industry is racist against uh, American and European games. Um, oh yeah, I saw that take. I'm that- sorry. <laughs> yeah. So what he said, if I recall correctly, please correct me, is that American, like American games, get called shitty when they're shitty, but like Japanese games get a pass. He's like, oh yeah, you all have watched like Bayonetta and Devil May Cry games just fine, but suddenly Gears of War is like the worst story that's ever been made. Yeah, it's like he he tried ah. to call Bayonetta shitty and praise Gears of War. <laughs> like, come on, man! Like, yeah. like you can, I can make... maybe hear the argument about Devil May Cry. Maybe. <laughs> well, I, well, I think I, I think there's a point to be made is that we exoticize and fetishize yes. Japan. That we'll say, yeah. oh, it's just quirky mm-hmm. Japanese stuff. And we're not criticizing it for what it actually is when it might be bad. The take is not that American games are being unfairly maligned. It's that, hey, maybe we should just have better takes on everything. Yeah. yeah. But, like, you can't compare, like, a cheesecake-type game like DMC or Bayonetta where Dante looks at the camera and says, I should have been the one to fill your dark hole with light. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. this is not taking itself <laughs> seriously, my guy. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's not that serious. Yeah. Versus Gears of War, like, no, this is serious. These are bros <laughs> with emotions, man. Like, okay, like, cool. Yeah. That's, uh, that's how bad take, bro. But yeah, so he's a he's somewhat of a bad take machine, um, wow, in a he's way. He's just been consistently so. <laughs> churning them out. Yeah, um, 
the the it's too hard to animate women one was probably the most um like chef's kiss like oh that was that guy awesome of course like, of course it was him because <laughs> like at least i don't know about any at least i don't know there's always people that agree with these bad opinions yeah um <laughs> but, he, uh, but like a final note like you know so like on things that are narratively focused so let's take a, an example of um deadly premonition um, that game is a narratively focused game, but I don't think it would have the amount of success necessary in order to have a sequel that came out this past year or this current year, uh, if it were not for the fact that people streamed it being like, look at this crazy weird game. Yeah. Um, you know, so like, I think, I think there are, there is good to like narrative focused games being streamed, like whether they, that like they recognize it or not, like it might not be immediately apparent. Yeah. Well, I wonder what... What we would the take would even be for games like Fortnite or Overwatch that are either free to play and you buy stuff later or are one time purchases. Yeah, um, like what do you say about that? Where like where streaming is absolutely part of their business model, like. Yeah, like I don't think Fortnite would be nearly as popular as it is without streaming. I think the same thing for any of those battle royale games like PUBG and. Uh, yeah, PUBG would like, be nowhere without people watching it because like a lot of it was the game is slowing down so the streamer has a chance to talk to their 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 chat yeah so bad takes all around what a champion bad take mode yeah so that was my uh you know not a super deep dive there but you know just uh and i probably butchered some of the details there i I was having some trouble with my memory recall (laughs) but (laughs) at least you tried yeah i'm on vacation whatever (laughs) (laughs) steph what have you got for us this week um I didn't have any like anything that I was like super jazzed to talk about, so I'm just gonna talk about the fact that uh, like Chris Pratt is like is a bad person. Um, <laughs> I mean, Which, like, honestly, like somewhat surprising. Like, I think so. So it's been like like he's been like the the low on the low end of the Chris spectrum for a while. I think. Um, yeah, I think this whole conversation this week started because there was like a, a one gotta go with four comic book Chris's. Yeah, yeah, yeah there was a one gotta go with four comic book Chris's. It was uh, as as usual, Pine, Evans, Hemsworth, and Pratt. Um, and I mean, even if I didn't know anything about any of the people, Chris Pratt would still be my one gotta go. Um, <laughs> That's fair, yeah. Like, he's just also not as attractive to me as the other <laughs> three Chris's. <laughs> um, but, so, like, people were like, ah, oh, obviously, like, why are we still putting Chris, like, Chris Pratt in these things? Like, didn't we, like, didn't we, like, we've been knew he was trash kind of thing? Like, um, because, like, things, things had gone around the internet, I guess, a while ago. Um, partly because he's, he's a member of, like, a fairly regressive church in Hollywood that's, like, pretty, like, Republican evangelical aligned. It's um, like a pray the gay way type church? Yeah, like, very, like, like, icky kind of, uh, quote-unquote theology mm. going on there. Um, so people are not jazzed about that, um, nor, and apparently there's also a story that apparently he, uh, 
he got rid of his senior cat because it was too hard to take care of her or something like that. Like he like Well now hey. that now I I'm just completely sold on him being a terrible person. Yeah, <laughs> so like also like fuck that guy, um, on that account. <laughs> but anyway, the reason it became a whole thing on the internet, um, is because like some people in the like actual MCU actors picked up on this that like people were like oh fuck chris pratt fuck that guy like he's like like we don't give a shit about him like um he's a jerk whatever and like all started posting these like very like impassioned defenses of what a decent guy chris pratt is which feels like not that not that chris pratt has been accused of anything like actually like illegal or, like, right. rapey or anything, but, like, it feels very much like the kind of, like, oh, like, I've never seen him, like, I never saw Harvey Weinstein do anything like that, so he must be a good guy, kind of, like, very much that, like, bro culture. Yeah, like, I guess when you put it that way, like, on the spectrum of, like, bad Hollywood people, he still is, like, one of the better people. Like, he hasn't actively harmed anybody the way so many men have, which means the bar's on the floor. Like, still a bad guy, but, like... Hey, I mean, you, you've cleared the bar of not harming another human being directly. Indirectly, yeah. yes, but directly. Oh, not bad, okay. Yeah, Which is so, like, so, so sad. <laughs> it's really tragic. But yeah, so like, the the whole like white male cast of the Avengers movies came out to to say what a, what a just a decent chap that Chris, Christopher <laughs> Pratt is. Um, which, you know, went was not only, like, in poor taste because of the, like, the aforementioned, like, vibe of being like, well, I've never seen Chris Pratt do anything bad. Um, but also because, like, where was that when things were happening to, and, like, when the internet decided Brie Larson must die? Like, yeah, where was that when, like... I don't know, like, Kelly Marie Tran really? is getting abused off of the internet, like... Yeah, that's at least one of, like, your Disney partners. Or, like, Zendaya was getting a lot of trash, like, yeah, for like, being MJ, you know. Bring this energy to literally anyone who's not a white man who already has millions of dollars, like... Yeah, he's gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah. like, this... The worst thing that... So, basically, what you're saying is the worst thing that could possibly happen to him is, like, him being treated with, like, an nth of the vitriol that women on the internet are treated with every day like and people already i don't like i mean i'm sure it's happening because the internet's a wild place but like i don't see people like adding him or even going out it's like oh yeah like i believe chris pratt is trash like if he hears about it that's fine i'm not gonna say it to him like i'm not being a dick to chris pratt yeah. like, like i'm sure no he actually even... go ahead I was say, no one's even directly engaging him like robert yeah. downey jr just feels like he needs to go out and like say something about it yeah. at least like in I, Marth, mark ruffalo's defense he's always been like that hey guys come on like don't be mean and we're like mark come calm down man like yeah but like still it's like this like my main thing like where was this for brians and Dea? like people getting legitimate hate for who hadn't done anything like not even saying disagreeable they just did nothing um yeah literally just for being a gender yeah like see the the thing that i had seen this week regarding uh mr pratt was um probably kind of like and in addition to all of these other things but like somebody like 
went through his Instagram follows and it's like he was following a bunch of like right wing news sources and yeah, like that's true you know, on Twitter as well. Like there's like yeah. Ben Shapiro's on here. Yeah, uh, like which Billy like anybody Weba. who follows Ben Shapiro, I automatically don't trust. So well, I know there yeah. are a lot of people that like follow him to keep up with it. So like if it's just him, I'm not going to hold that against you. But then I start but saying, when you like, have all the other stuff oh, too, like Nikki Haley, Dan Crenshaw, like yeah, Elon Musk, which I'm again that's kind of in the alone. I don't think anything of it. But there's like other people here, like that Alex Nueva Villanueva sh- sheriff, who I'm like also like the FBI and LAPD. Like oh okay, like you're following like. Like okay, like some some shitty people, but also Michelob Ultra, which I'm like that's a ba- that's a bad follow. Like, <laughs> like unless you unless you did a commercial with them, which I don't know, but like unless you also come on, you're rich, you can afford a better beer. That's what I mean. Like unless you were their spokesperson, come yeah, on now, real. like get the fuck out of here. Um, but, so it's just but yeah, I mean, it's uh, like is it in, like in the thing? Like it's all it's not a stretch that a rich cishet white man who like, I mean, Cali- like the the liberal parts of California are like actually not most of California. Most of California is like Texas. Like, yeah. So like, it's not if he is like a big Republican donor or something like, or like is a big like that doesn't shock me because that the tax he wants to be in that tax bracket. Like, but it's yeah. like I don't know. Like it's just like bring that energy for people who are actually marginalized maybe not just like your bra i'm seeing like i mean i'm going through the follow still and just seeing different people i'm seeing stuff like the rock and the rock is one of those people who seems to be republican for money reasons but then like okay this dude's too much i gotta vote for biden even though like i'm a republican it's like like i'm not gonna say it's good but I can understand. Right? I got to protect the money at yeah. all costs. That's being it. a Republican for money reasons is just as bad as being a Republican for non-money reasons. Hot take. Especially yeah, if you're fa- a person of color. Yeah, that, yeah. No, that, that's fair. You're, you're right. Um, it's just a reason. I'm, I'm saying it's a reason that I can understand rather than, bro, you're poor. Like, what do you vote for this guy for if it's not the bigotry? Like, it has yeah. to be that. Like, it ha- please, please, or else there's worse problems that I have to understand. Um, no, it's it, it's... It's really rough. I think a lot of people are fooled by Chris Pratt because there's that one interview with him and Jennifer Lawrence where she was talking about uh, like rubbing her ass on rocks, and he was like, "Uh," you could tell like, "Oh, this guy like seems like a pretty good guy. He doesn't think you should like desecrate other like religious objects." That seems like he's on the up and up. <laughs> oh, that's the minimum. <laughs> that's the, the bare fucking minimum we're holding people to today. Yeah, I, it is because I mean, most people have been like, "Oh, that's weird." Like, and they, they wouldn't seem like horrified. They would just be like, "Oh, okay, like that's a thing you did." How quir- like. People That's like, a oh, fucking sh- weird thing to talk about on an interview. I, I was mean, gonna say, like, maybe he was just like, like one of the few sane people around Jennifer Lawrence who was not like wowed by her like quirky. I'm not like other girls, maybe. shit, and yeah. was like, okay, this person is very weird and maybe a little un- unwell. Like, yeah, yeah, it was on the Graham Norton show, so I mean, like, it's Britain and they're like, they're like the colonizer champions. So like, they're like, oh, I don't see the problem with this. <laughs> they're but, they're like, like, I rub my ass all over all sorts of rocks all the time. Like, <laughs> all sorts of rocks, all sorts of precious rocks to, build, to precious civilizations. I put them in my butt rub rock museum. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I bring them from where they're from and I take them. I put them in the British Museum after I've rubbed my butt on them. Like. <laughs> so that others may do it too. <laughs> uh, what a shame. That's uh no, that's I it's it's a lot. I I don't know what the hell happened. And then there's the whole thing of like, oh, they're trying to cancel Chris Pratt. Like, no, we're not. We're just saying he's a trash man, like 
Like, we knew this before Endgame and Infinity War came out, and no one called for boycotts. I was like, yo, this guy just sucks. Like, yeah, still we just see... don't particularly like this man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it's... If I'm gonna do Nazi Guardians 3 and support, like, Gamora and, like, the other women of color that are in there, like, it's not really... You mean, yeah, the only the only franchise with more than one woman of color in it, like... Yeah, and then, like... Beside, it... like, Black Panther, but, like, Black Panther specifically, like, set in a country where that is that has to happen kind of speaks to how much we love sebastian stan where they're like hey we're gonna have that fbi cia dude and they're like oh we don't really need any white dudes and like but when our soldiers are gonna be in the end we're like okay i mean it's bucky though like come on like (laughs) (laughs) it's bucky you know it's bucky though i hate when people i think there should be more media literacy courses and things i have discussion on because people say how could cap and bucky like not be racist they were from like whatever time period they were from i'm like well they were in the marginalized groups at those times which isn't an excuse but like cap's whole thing is being super brave so like racism is often based in fear like i don't think cap would be a racist just because he's supposed to be super pure man you know like and then there's bucky who's just like hey if cap says black people are cool then black people are cool then he's just my boyfriend you know i agree with him like <laughs> we weren't going to war with an african country we we're just fighting nazis so like Black people yeah. weren't doing that. And the fucking also like for the time like uh like Steve before he became Captain America was like a disabled like Irish like son of immigrants like whose dad was dead like like of like a single mother like this was not a a man who was like living in a like particularly republican leaning headspace i feel like yeah yeah which is not to say that there aren't people with those conditions that are violently racist like i grew up around a lot of poor people and or disabled people and they definitely can oh yeah they, yeah, yeah. they blame Just... black people for these things although it's the government but like i think he was in the kind of space where it's like hey you know we fight for freedom no matter the the people who unironically would say like, i don't care if you're black brown white yellow green i think i fight for everyone's rights but they actually mean it and they're not just saying to deflect um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we saw Steve fight for green people and blue people's rights in Endgame. He very specifically is like, Nebula, Gamora, like, fight for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> he was serious. <laughs> He's, I'm just taking on that purple bastard over there. Barney, Grimace, <laughs> y'all get the fuck out of here. The, uh... that's, that's stupid, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, that's a dumb joke. Steve said, uh, green people rights. He did. He, he said it, and then he fought for it, and then Gamora kicked Star-Lord in the nuts, and we all felt that. Jeez, <laughs> uh, anything else about this guy? Nah, I'm done talking about him. <laughs> yeah. I think we gave him too much airspace. Topic was worth talking about. He wasn't, but yeah. Yeah. Put RB Plaza in the MCU. She's cool. Um, MCU people, actually. Tom Holland. He's going to be Nathan Drake, right? That's That's real? That's real, yeah. So there's like a one photo that came out of uh, Tom Holland as Nathan Drake mm-hmm. from the Uncharted uh, franchise. Um, Didn't who, who's playing Sully? Because the the a picture of him came out too. Yeah, the, guy who, of Mark the guy who was, yeah, the guy who really? committed fucking, hate crimes. Yeah, fucking hate crimes, man. Like, yeah. really? I don't know if that's true or not. That he's actually the the person being Sully, but that's what I've seen. Oh, I was like, no, the hate crimes. Was, that, no, the, that's the, the on hate record. crimes are absolutely real. No, that's that's fact. I meant the playing Sully part. Um, oh, uh, that's annoying because Tom Holland looks pretty fine, honestly. 
Like, you find, thought, like, damn, he's fine, or, like, he looks fine as Nathan Drake? Uh, yes. Okay. Just, <laughs> like, just, just check in on I, uh, Like, it's I funny don't... because last week I was like, I was like, Tom Holland will never look like anything but a teenager to me. And then this Nathan and Drake picture comes is, out, and you're like, Nathan oh, wait, never mind. Like, oh, those, those are very nice arms. Like, I can respect those arms. He looks to me like an anime character, and he has, like, a baby face, but it's surrounded by, like, adult, like, there's, like, wrinkles on, like, on top of his head a little bit, like how we would have. But it's, like, but the face looks like a baby face, but you look like an adult baby. <laughs> look, adult uh, ask, the baby. Ma- ask, ask the McElroys about adult babies. They know a thing or two. Uh... Like I don't, Yikes. I don't know if this is who I would have went with for Nathan Drake. He would not have been my first choice. Although like, I've I heard think... that this is like a maybe like an earlier. This isn't like the Eldorado thing from the first game. Like this is an earlier story. That's I can possible. believe that. Like I, I, it's not, it's not so much the youth. It's just like that's not what I would have thought of. But I don't think he'll do a bad job. Like, he can act. He's a fun guy. Someone, yeah. please let this man just use his natural voice in a movie. <laughs> like, I right. has, he, has he ever been in a British production, like, once he got famous? <laughs> like, I mean, he was in, like, I don't know, he was in the Billy Elliot musical, like. <laughs> so, that, he was British in that. Let this uh, man dance, also. Like, let this man be in something where, like, like he does his own stunts in, uh, in Spider-Man, because he's, like, an incredibly talented dancer, but also also in that um, umbrella lip sync um, battle. Yeah, yeah. God, the the best video on the internet. <laughs> like, uh, I can't. There's just nothing else that's that brings me <laughs> as consistent as consistent of joy as uh, Tom Holland umbrella lip sync. Joy, battle. huh? <laughs> Specifically, joy. Like, is it not even like? Like like horniness, like yeah, not like thirsty joy. Just like this man is, he put it like he put the time in. Like he wasn't like just gonna go in like and be like a little like like no homo about singing this. Like he did the work. He did. You gotta work for Vince Rihanna. Yeah. Um, so, something about that with also like Zendaya in the back with like. Her, like, also in, yeah, like Zendaya in the back, like in it, who would have absolutely knocked it out of the park with like against anyone else with her Bruno Mars impression. Yeah. And then Tom Holland had to come out and just like like eat her for breakfast. Like <laughs> I, I think mostly because the shock factor. Like if we had known he was going to do that, Zendaya may have been able to do better. But it's like yeah. part of the shock of like, oh, he's actually doing this. Okay, cool. Because, yeah, like, if you, I mean, it, it kind of speaks not so much to those two, but, like, if it's between Rihanna and Bruno Mars, mm-hmm. that just, Rihanna's gonna win that every day. Uh, yeah. Um, if she makes music ever again. Her Fenty line is still crushing it. Because they had a shoot with, uh, with some fashion with people who have had, uh, mastectomies or have survived uh-huh. breast cancer, which is just another representation thing that this brand is just eating up all the other brands. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Uh, people were roasting Victoria's Secret because they tried to have like an ad with like a plus size model. People were like, "Nah, it's too late now, fam. <laughs> Fenty beat y'all asses." Like I thought this wasn't part of your quote unquote fantasy. Fuck y'all. We got Fenty now. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. If you don't, if you don't support the uh, audience, they will go somewhere else. Uh, Nathan Drake. Okay, cool. What else? What else we got here? Oh, superhero stuff still happening. 
the top grossing superhero movie this year has been Sonic the Hedgehog. Congratulations. Gotta go Which, fast. The cooler thing about that is I totally would not consider that movie a superhero movie. <laughs> I know. Agreed. Same. Like, is Sonic but, a hero? Yes. Does he have superpowers? Yes. Yes. But I wouldn't... Is he a superhero? No. No. <laughs> I mean, he's just a furry Quicksilver. Yeah. And I think it. we don't think of it as a superhero movie because it's a video game movie. Yeah. Like, I also I, wouldn't consider Infamous a superhero movie. adaptation of a comic book, necessarily. Right. It's not an adaptation of a comic book, although I wish they would adapt oh the comic. Oh my god, I wish they would have done that. <laughs> well, actually, no, oh, the Archie comics. <laughs> I was going to say, I wish they would have adapted the Archie comics, because it would have been fucking wild. Well, give Ken Pendish however much money he needs. I need to see <laughs> Antoine de Coulette on yes, the big ab- Absolutely. Oh, no. But uh, I, I think it is... It's, it's one of those things where, yes, it technically qualifies if you want to make the claim, but it's more about the fact that the MCU hasn't released a movie this year for the first time in 10 years, and Sonic's sitting there like, hmm, you want to see somebody do something that a normal human being can't do? It's your boy, Sonic the Hedgehog, gotta go fast. Uh, it's just a funny thing to say. It's not. Yeah. It's like, like there was a real, there was like, Birds of Prey came out this year. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, it did, but Sonic grossed more. Yep. I think yeah. that's why they said the top grossing and not just the only one that existed. Sonic oh, no, was yeah. more gross. <laughs> yes, that's, <laughs> that's also true. true. <laughs> and, you know, Harley Quinn's not a hero. She's an anti-hero. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I guess kind of she's a hero, really, especially <laughs> in the cartoon where she's working with Harley, with, with Poison Ivy. And they are awesome GFs. Um, cool. Yeah, cool. I mean, like, I could, I could also, like, just understand, like, that Birds of Prey is... Like just didn't make as much money as Sonic. Like that's that's chill. I just like was like, are we really, are we really calling Sonic the Hedgehog a superhero movie? Yeah, it was a good movie though. I will give it. Yeah, that. I enjoyed it. It was a pretty good movie. So yeah, good. I liked uh, good it. It... Olive Garden product placement. Oh my! Some of the best product placement to appear <laughs> in a movie. Period. Just because of how like absolutely like blatant it was absolutely just <laughs> balls to the walls yeah zillow.com like yeah <laughs> the zillow one was bad the the olive garden it was blatant but it's also like people do talk like that in real life as much as we want to say they don't because yeah. like if someone's like oh man where are we going for lunch like if we were at a con it's like oh you, you know do you guys want to go to olive garden and someone would say when you're here your family somebody would say that that's absolutely 100 yeah. percent a thing that would happen <laughs> well and i think i think like they set it up as a joke enough throughout the movie that like the very end where it's just like suddenly um here's a general giving you a here's gift a card. general giving you a gift card of olive garden and like that honestly was like the funniest fucking joke in the like one of the funnier <laughs> jokes in the movie because it's like oh what are you gonna get for saving the fucking country and he gives you an olive garden gift card like which honestly i wouldn't put uh, like put past exactly the american military that's, exactly. More, that's more than the real military would give you that's the joke oh jeez. quibi shut down if you want to keep talking about jokes yeah uh well so they i think they said within the next six months they're going to officially shutter um like the service which like Man, who'd have fucking thought, right? Weird. <laughs> I feel bad yeah. for, like, the artists and, like, the workers who put, like, a lot of effort into that. I do feel bad for them, because yeah. that's people losing their job. Right, like, I do feel bad for that, but at the same time, like, that company in general was just, like, so, like, nobody asked for this in the first place. Like, And it was poorly timed, excuse me, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they could have... Like, 
picked a worse time to launch. Like, that's, you can't plan for that, but the whole rest of it, they could have planned better. Because their whole premise was like, you know, like, quick videos that you can watch on your commute. Yeah. And then, like, nobody had a commute anymore. Never doing that again. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, but also, like, the CEO told, like, the people who just found out they were losing their jobs, like, listen to that Anna Kendrick song about, like, lifting yourself up. And it's like, yo, you, y'all, okay. This <laughs> dude's a, a this dude is a, thing to do. is actually a ghoul. Like, the worst thing you could do. Oh, like, God. what a piece of garbage. <sighs> what kind of weird clown shit are rich people on? I have no clue. They need to stop. What special brain worms do they give you? When you reach a certain tax bracket. Yeah, I was going to say, I think just, like, that amount of money, like, you know, just somehow, like, just completely fucks you up. Like, man. Possibly. But yeah, so, uh, RIP preemptively to Quibi. Um, uh, all of your videos are going to be available on YouTube, so no one will really miss you. Yeah, (laughs) you know, some of they could have been to begin with to actually get people to go to your service. Who knows? Yeah. Um. What else? Oh, um, mentioning Quibi made me think of something but it is gone so we could talk about blizzard shutting down uh, starcraft Uh, 2 yeah yeah so they uh they're finally roll like um like blizzard activision kind of came out this week and said like they're going to stop development or like uh, further development on anything regarding uh starcraft 2 so like no more you know like they'll probably still do compatibility patches and maybe balance like they kind of did with warcraft 3 for a very long time okay um but even that is probably unlikely at this point it'll most likely just be continued compatibility with like uh system updates and stuff like that that's but, not too uh, bad i mean it's kind of at the end of a lifespan it's not like this yeah game was never... the game is 10 years old at this point so it's wow. it's not it's not like super surprising the only thing that's kind of surprising about it is like they still do absolutely um support like warcraft 3 um you know like that that's that's the that it, it's more surprising that like this was a live service that they could have easily kept going yeah that's um, weird just like with heroes of the storm yeah absolutely the game that people actually liked and wanted to have like a a thing around it yeah um it's it's it it's weird because like I don't I I cannot speak firsthand to how popular it is or is not at this point because they're you know like I haven't I personally haven't played it I didn't even ever buy the last expansion just because didn't feel the need to, right. um, but you know people were actively playing it still there were still like a lot of fan made maps and like there was like a special like commander mode or something that people really liked but I don't know you know just kind of like a like a you know send off to another era of um of a blizzard game so yeah, one of the big pioneers of esports honestly yeah uh, starcraft one and also starcraft two to that extent yeah super big for getting esports started so yeah, let's hope there's a starcraft three or something like that, that uh, i'm you know like I'm, I'm good if there isn't <laughs> i'm good if there isn't it's just kind of one of those things that feels weird if it's not there to me like in the yeah. background but i mean i'm an overwatch guy so uh, maybe we'll get some some Overwatch 2 news one day. Uh, what else we got? Pokemon DLC. You, you play that? That sounds yeah, new. Yeah, playing it right now. Um, there is a... So, Pokemon first DLC came out earlier this year, was the uh, Isle of Armor, and now it's the Crown Tundra is the new one. Okay. Um, I don't really know too, too much about it yet, because like, I haven't gotten too deep into it, but there is a... Uh, 
kind of like a roguelike uh, system within it that is fairly interesting, where you are going into like this dungeon and you choose one Pokemon and you get a team of four people. So either you and three NPCs or you and, you know, four actual people. Um, and you basically go through this dungeon where you choose pathways and you fight different Pokemon based on the types that are showing up. Um, you know, you can choose like, it'll be like a branching path where it's like you could fight a water type or you could fight an electric type or something. Uh, and every one of them are Dynamax battles, so it's against the giant Pokemon, and then you get a chance to capture them, and if you capture them, you can swap them for the Pokemon you were using, so it's kind of like, uh, you know, you're trying to, like, strategize, it's like, well, I know the next ones are going to be these two things, does this Pokemon I can catch have better moves to fight those? And then at the end, yeah, and then at the end you'll pretty much always fight a Legendary, and have the opportunity to catch a Legendary Pokemon off of that. So... It's it's pretty interesting. Nice. I'm pretty bad at like moves and stuff in terms of Pokemon, like in, <laughs> like keeping a sense of like what moves I have in Pokemon Go. Even I'm like, mm. yeah. It. I will say that that part is kind of hard because like you, you know, like I at least forget uh, as soon as I get out of the screen that shows me what moves my Pokemon have. I totally forget which ones <laughs> I'm I have because like they're not your Pokemon. They're like all loner Pokemon that you choose. Mm. And I'm always like, I don't fucking remember where this Flareon has, but uh, I guess I'll keep going. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, I'm fucked. Like, <laughs> yeah, I had so. a friend like when like this obviously is a different game, but like when Pokemon Go first came out, um, who would like was very very into like not just having specific like trying to catch specific Pokemon, but c- to catch specific Pokemon who had specific moves. And, like, would be, like, driving around his town, like, just, like, trying to catch stuff. And finally he was like, I need to, like, I have hyperfixated on this too badly. Like, I am not going to be able to get anything done in my real life if I don't delete this app. And then <laughs> later they introduced, like, you can just, like, spend candy to teach a new move. Ah. So. That sounds closer to, like, how Pokemon learn moves, like, by level or something. Like, that's yeah. far more convenient well, and logical. And in the current games, once your Pokemon has learned to move or has reached the level at which they could have learned to move, you can always go and change it. Like, you can delete a current move for one that they could have learned. Mm-hmm. That's so, cool. Yeah, so that's that, a, yeah, that was a nice quality of life thing that they added in. Yeah, I remember, I don't know if it was, like, there's a, if it worked with move learners, but I remember getting strategy guides, and you'd have, like, level, uh, like, move level sets for, like, Pokemon, like, legendary Pokemon. It's like, oh, yeah, Mewtwo learns Ice Beam at level 30. It's like, but I caught him at 70. There's no way for me to get a level 30 yes. Mewtwo. Why does he yep. have data for these moves? Like, what possible reason could these be here for? Well, it turns out in the year 2019, they finally gave you a way to care about that. So. Yeah. I, I don't know what the point of it was. Maybe there was, like, a move learner or something like that. There wasn't. Um, so, I, there's, like, a move tutor in, like, I want to say Diamond and Pearl. I don't know what functions it had, but yeah, I, I never think, cared about raising legendary Pokemon because you couldn't I think, use them in tournaments. Yeah, because I think that there were there was one in one of the generations, but it required that you use like a rare item to do it, like you had to like turn in heart scales or something. Yeah, something uh, like that. My friend here is nodding, which means that I am correct in that. <laughs> <laughs> so you had and like those were hard to get, and you had to use those to like unlearn or relearn old moves. So That's like, I never did. But it. now it's just free. So, 
Yeah, like, I know there, a lot of people have complaints about some of the stuff in Pokemon being, like, too easy or not being, like, a lot of effort on Game Freak's part, but I think there's a lot of, I've heard there's a lot of quality of life stuff, like, yeah, like, it's not as hard if you can just change your moves for free, but, like, why make people have to work through that? Like, it doesn't yeah. preserve their uh, competitive integrity or anything. Yeah, no, it, it it's definitely a welcome change, and, uh, <laughs> um, I will say, so the one I, I you know, started off my vacation by being like, I want to do this dumb thing where I want to get all of my Pokemon off of my 3DS games and get them to my Switch. I did not realize how much of a process this would be and how it would also <laughs> cost me, like, $15. <laughs> yeah, man, to get the, the um, bank. Because <laughs> you have to have an active uh-huh. subscription to Pokemon ba- Bank on the 3DS, and then you also <laughs> have to have an active subscription to Pokemon Home on the Switch slash mobile. So that was a uh, little bit of a frustrating experience and it just reminds you that you know nintendo can still like is still absolutely able to, to do shit that sucks <laughs> <laughs> we'll find a way they yeah. will gouge your gouge your wallet somehow regardless yeah. of them being like a slightly better yeah generally game developer so yeah that, that was slightly frustrating but i i did it and now i have all of my well most of my old Pokemon, the ones that are allowed in the new game, but there's one feature that I do find to be slightly off, and it's that if in the current game, the Pokemon that you have cannot learn the move a move that it has from the old game, or that move has been removed from the games, that move just can't be used. Like, it'll show up on your Pokemon's move list, but you just it's just grayed out and you can't use it. <laughs> Well, that's that's right. better than deleting it, though. I feel like they could have went a worse way with this somehow. Yeah, it's still just... Does it, like, stick there? Like, you can't get rid of it, or...? I mean, you have to go and, like, either use a TM to, like, override it, or go on, like, do, like, the move tutor and learn an old move or something. But it's gotcha. just, it's very strange to be, like, you know, in the last generation, my Blaziken could use Sky Uppercut, and it was good, but now Sky Uppercut can no longer be used by Blaziken, so it's just there but i can't use it so that's really strange yeah it's just an odd thing like i can understand if it wasn't in the game at all anymore but it's weird when it's like oh this this move exists but this pokemon doesn't have it yeah like you know maybe make it so that they can't learn it going forward but if they already have it like what's the harm in letting me continue to use it unless you just didn't animate it (laughs) that's probably all it is yeah and i guess it'd be weird if like oh i have this late uh, legacy blaziken so he's always going to be better than like new blazikens and competitive but like well there should be some sort of reward for having played all of these games for you know the past 25 years or or whatever (laughs) yeah that would be cool bold statement of you to make hot (laughs) takes all the time here in geekly real that's me and uh, I played the demo for uh, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory, that rhythm game. Rhythm there was a demo game? for it on Switch. Yeah. This is pretty nifty. It's nothing like Game of the Year type stuff, just from like the four songs that were on there. Mm-hmm. But it was pretty fun. There was a song, like, there was three, like, easy, medium, and hard modes for the rhythm. And then I played, like, the medium mode and the hard mode for the hardest song that they gave you for the demo. And I failed the hardest version of it. So I'm like, that's pretty cool. Um,. The medium I was able to be, it's, it's it's pretty interesting. It seems like you're going to be able to use different characters and have like some kind of leveling up. But it made me really want another Final Fantasy theater rhythm. Is that how that game works? <laughs> no, it was better. Okay, <laughs> like, hey. theater, theater rhythm was just straight cool. up a better game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I believe that. Um, I had never played theater rhythm, but this I mean, it seemed all right. Like you know, yeah. not the greatest what thing ever, but like pretty songs? fun. Songs. Um, just songs from Kingdom Hearts. So yeah. okay, so not like Disney songs. I think they were or just like mm, some. 
I don't know, because the song, well, one of them was just like a, a random battle like against an organization person or something. I don't know. The first song you play is like the field theme from the Alice in Wonderland level. So I don't know if that is derived from something it or they just made that Disney up. Song, yeah. 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 I mean, it all technically counts. Yeah, I'm sure it was still like a pain to, to license, but I wouldn't be surprised if there were some Disney song, like Disney Disney songs, in there or some version of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's kind of cool. It was it was fun. Hit the aerial world of the uh... <laughs> finny finny fun or whatever it is. Finny fin time fun. Fin time fun. <laughs> Better than the actual rhythm game in Kingdom Hearts too. Yeah. And uh, yuck. Something about a, a checking on a baby. The yeah. Last topic. yeah, what are we checking on I, I just, baby? I, I made a joke because, um, you know, there's the old uh, video game meme uh, from Call of Duty, or was it Ace Combat? I don't remember where it's press F to pay respects, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, at like a soldier's funeral or whatever. Yeah. Uh, in the new Amnesia game, um, which is a horror game, you play as a woman who is pregnant and you just have a command that says press X to check on baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, like, at any point during the game, if, like, things are happening, it's kind of like checking your health meter. Like, she just rubs her stomach and is like, are you okay in there? And it's like, what That's a fucking really wild... <laughs> what a fucking wild thing to put in your game. I don't like that at all. <laughs> no. In Amnesia, yes, you can pet the baby. Yeah. Pet just, the baby? Yuck. It's just very strange, because it just pops up. It's like, press X to check on baby. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Yes. Like it made me think of um, when I saw that I was like, wait, I, why have I, why have, do um, is this making me think of some baby thing I saw this week? But it's uh, I watched the Lindsay Ellis videos on the Omegaverse lawsuits, and one of the, <laughs> which is a truly wild ride, and I um totally recommend if you have a couple hours to check them out. But um, the uh, the one woman involved kept referring to like Lindsay so like apparently like allegedly threatening her damn baby <laughs> and like so Lindsay kept like calling back to that about the damn baby quite a lot and uh, funny. i just thought i was like oh that's what i'm thinking of is the damn baby <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't know what the i don't know what check on baby is speaking yeah. of damned babies have you ever seen like the the last twilight movie <laughs> that's a cursed baby that's not yeah, a baby have you ever seen the way it was supposed to look originally? Wasn't it like even scarier? Yeah, it was horrifying, and that's why they didn't use it. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they had to make it so that Jacob could realistically fall in love with it. With uh, this child. Uh, I don't. Word. I don't know what. I don't know. What. <laughs> that's the thing to say. To our podcast. That's a very <laughs> funny thing to say. But that's messed up. But I, I don't know why she wrote that in the movie. Like that's so weird. Um. But yeah, that's that's our podcast. That's it. That's it. That's the final episode now because of that. No, we're yeah. going to keep recording. <laughs> Go put Ta-da. this in your museum and rub your butt on it. <laughs> uh, um, we should do social media biz. Yeah. <laughs> Follow the link in the description. Character reveal as the offer code for 13% off. Helps us out. Helps that company out. Grinding Coffee Company. But, GrindingCoffee.co. Uh, yeah, Steph, do you want to uh, give the social media biz to our yeah, yeah, loyal listeners? Uh, so if you want... in, putting in so much work for us. Yeah, who are really, uh, really suffering more than they deserve with uh, some of the discussion topics we have here. Um... I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, we're, we, you know, we're just discussing the, the latest and greatest in pop culture news, like, you know, Breaking Dawn. It's true. <laughs> Very, both both rele- <laughs> timely and relevant. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you want to find us on the internet and tell us to please stop talking about Breaking Dawn, um, you can do that. You can find this podcast um, on Twitter at Character Rev, on Facebook and Instagram at Character Reveal. Delete um, your Facebook though first. Delete your Facebook and then though first. Find it. Yeah, and then just be like, oh, I can't interact with this because I've deleted my Facebook. Alas, um, but yeah. So you can find the you can listen to this podcast in your browser if you want to. That's uh, characterreveal.simplecast.fm. But you can also listen to it in the podcast catcher of your choice. Um, by searching for character reveal you can find dom on the internet anywhere he wants to be found at brother dom not broth at adam not brother dom it's a brother dom and you can find me at captain steph on twitter the snow queer on tumblr hello steph on instagram and you can find eric <laughs> at tendilosi on twitter and come come find us tell us all of your favorite opinions about stephanie meyer's books um, we're all very invested. That's true. And uh, buy some coffee and vote for Joe Biden. That's all I've got. Yep. Yep, it's all there. Listeners, thank you so, so much for listening to another episode of Geekly Reveal. Despite all the hell we put you through, we really do appreciate you all. <laughs> we're glad you keep tuning in each week, every other week, and all the things in between to our streams when we have them. But yeah, thanks again, and until next time, see you later. Bye. Goodbye.